0: what's up everybody it's your host brooke saborn aka you girl metal child lives and today on the pod i interviewed tanner tanner's channel is called wicked stew and his specialty is visual storytelling and let me tell you he is very insightful and his videos are absolutely gorgeous so without further ado here's tanner <laughs> So I'm here now with Tanner, A.K.A. Wicked Stew. What's up, Tanner?
1: Hey, what's up? Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you.
0: S- yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I uh, was really excited to interview you because I love your videos. They are so creative. Your editing style is incredible. And I asked you to be on the show like six weeks ago, and we're finally doing it. So, <laughs> heck hey, better, better yeah! Late, better
1: late <laughs> than never, right? <laughs> heck
0: yeah, so true. No, I'm, I'm so excited. true. I'm excited.
1: I appreciate the opportunity
0: all right so my first question pretty straightforward can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your channel
1: oh my gosh where do i even start (laughs) so my name's yeah (laughs) so my name's tanner tanner ray lewis i was born april no i'm just kidding (laughs) no yeah my name's Tanner. my social
0: security is my social security (laughs) number
1: is three eight but (laughs) no but uh so I started making videos, as, as long as I can remember, I've always had like a camera in my hand making videos. I grew up watching like a lot of YouTubers and stuff like that. And I actually like my first camera, I remember my first camera that I bought, I worked like all summer to like, we, we had this shed in our backyard that needed to be like shingled and like built and all this stuff. And my stepdad paid me like $10 an hour. Like, and I worked all summer to afford like my very first camera. And then uh it was a canon g7x mark ii i still have it i actually broke it like a month ago sadly but (laughs) still have it it's like hung up in my room but yeah no so i i worked all summer to buy my first camera and then ever since then i actually used to make gaming videos that's where i started is i I used to be really into like minecraft stuff like that (laughs) yeah so i had this whole minecraft channel and i had this like build team and like i took it pretty seriously that's all i did is i played like minecraft and I remember I also, like, did a bunch of, like, odd jobs to save up for this, like, capture card to, like, record my screen, but, yeah, so I started a Minecraft channel, and one of my friends, or I started watching this guy on YouTube named Tanner Brunkart, he was, like, this flipping YouTuber that, like, lived in Kansas about, like, a couple hours away from where I lived, and I was really, like, interested in his videos because, you know there's another like midwest kid that lived in the middle of nowhere that was like doing cool stuff and like i don't know just having fun in the middle of nowhere which is not something i thought was possible <laughs> so i was like his videos really appealed to me so i actually started doing flips with one of my best friends like i'd ride my bike over to his house and we'd jump on the trampoline and just practice like doing flips and stuff and then one day he convinced me to make a, a vlogging channel which is the channel i have today wicked stew and yeah, I just I started posting these like flipping trampoline vlogs and then like slowly like as I got more into flips and like stuff like that I kind of just like pivoted away from like gaming and stuff and kind of grew out of it But yeah for the longest time I for the longest time my channel was like a flipping channel where I did like flips and Challenges and I pretty much made videos about everything I could
0: I actually have a question written down that I might as well ask you now while you think okay. uh which is how many backflips do you think you've ever done?
1: <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh man, that's probably a lot. Let's <laughs> see. So, yeah, I did flips since I was in like fifth grade. You know, I've as I've gotten older, you know, my my body doesn't work the way it used to. My kind of like back pain every time I get up. But so, oh, so I, d- I don't flip. I don't flip as much as I used to. But no, I used to do it like every day. I remember I'd go to school when I first learned flips. When I was younger, I was kind of, like, a weird kid. Like, I was kind of, like, a nerd into, like, gaming and stuff. So, like, I wasn't very, like, popular, like, in, like, elementary to, like, middle school. But, like, once I started doing flips, like, kids would always come up to me during school and be, like, do a flip, do a backflip. <laughs> and that's, like, all I'd hear, like, every <laughs> single day. It's, it started to get, like, so annoying. But, yeah. So, I'd say probably a lot. At least at least three, probably. Two or
0: three.
1: Yeah, Couple two or three.
0: here and there. Maybe four, even. Right. Anything else about you you want to cover?
1: it's so hard because like there's just there's so much so much but yeah no I guess I started a gaming channel turned into a vlogging channel and then I made videos like off and on for a year. I always knew that this is like something I wanted to do but like you know when I was in school the, the high school I went to they pushed like college really hard and I would never admit to people that I wanted to be like a youtuber because I just felt like that sounded like I don't know cringe or people mm-hmm. with, especially like in the midwest where i grew up like everyone's ideology here is like very old-fashioned you know like anyone that does something that's not like traditional is kind of like looked down upon or not really looked down upon but like it's not taken very seriously so for the longest time i wouldn't tell people that i wanted to be a youtuber but like I, i've always known since like a very young age like i was very lucky to find this passion and like know that this is like like I just knew like I remember like the first time I uploaded a video like how like excited I was I was like this is something I want to do like the rest of my life and I actually had a video blow up when I was like thirteen fourteen years old it was uh one of the trampoline videos I made it was called kicked out of Sky Zone <laughs> it was
2: <laughs> yeah know, and, and the whole video was sta- no
1: it was terrible like. It was the worst video of mine to blow up because the whole thing was staged. It had like more dislikes and likes, but like that, no. that's where it all started. Yeah, that's where I got like my first like 3000 subscribers. And it was funny because like, I feel like I had more of like a cult fan base then than now. Like all these young 12 year old <laughs> flipping kids commenting Aww. on my videos. Like there was actually kids making videos about like, like there was this trend where you'd make a video about your favorite YouTuber and like how to be them. And there's kids making how to be wicked stew videos. And I would wear this, oh. like, yeah, it was, it, and I remember I reacted to some of them, and they were just, I don't know, they were hilarious, like, my thing was I'd w- always wear this flat bill, like, Mountain Dew hat, so, like, kids would, like, put on, like, a flat bill Mountain <laughs> Dew hat, like, it made no sense, because I didn't even like Mountain Dew or, like, wearing hats, but, but it like, was that cool. Was, yeah, it was, it was cool, it was, for some reason, <laughs> it was just, like, a part of my brain, but, yeah, no, so, yeah, that's, that's where that all started, I guess, I guess that's my, my origin story.
0: So you might say that a lot has changed since Awesome Day Number One, right? <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! You really did do your research.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so.
0: Too what? funny. <sighs> All right. Oh, that's funny. So I. What? That's
1: actually okay. That's a whole other thing. So I also got inspired by it, like like everyone else on the planet, Casey Knight's That I was copying his vlogging style when I first bought that camera. I'd do like time lapses. I do time-lapses in my front yard and, like, just, you know, the text, the vlog music, just classic Casey Neistat style.
0: That's too funny because you are not even close to the first person I've interviewed that refers to them being inspired by Casey Neistat. And I've still never seen... I've never seen his videos i have to just like watch one i swear what i know You've who he is he's Neistat. he's a famous youtuber i know who he is <laughs> no, he's but so i've never more. watched he's a video so
1: much more he's so much more <laughs> he like revolutionized like vlogging on youtube you need a like oh, i highly recommend 10 out of 10 definitely watch Casey i'll have on him on the,
0: the- I'll have him on the pod. Yeah, know. no, I, bl- I, I learn believe learn all you. about him. <laughs> I can't
1: wait till he's on here, and then he's, like, looking through these and finds this one He's like, who the hell is this kid? Heck
0: yeah. <laughs> he's like, he does not know how many people he's inspired.
1: No, he, I really so, don't think he knows the extent of it. I feel like that's another interesting topic. I don't want to dive too deep into that, but, like, I feel like a lot of people that do create content on the internet don't realize the reach that they have and, like, how many, like, real people they're inspiring because, like, I feel like it's easy to get caught up in, the numbers because like on your end you're by yourself in your room you know making these videos and then you look at your YouTube analytics like yeah my video oh it only got like you know 500 views I'm used to getting a thousand but then you think about that and it's like 500 people took time out of their day to watch your video and some of them probably were like inspired and for me that's what it's all about you know
0: so freaking true first of all my guest last week said the exact same thing and for me so I have 200 something subscribers like my channel is baby small I started a new channel like a year and a half ago and I have had people reach out to me and tell me that I've inspired them and I'm like nah that's not real (laughs) it's crazy like people I don't even know
1: no it's so So amazing that like no, I feel like everyone has like limitless like potential and like can accomplish anything. And I, I genuinely believe that, and that's something I try to like show in my videos. I didn't even realize that till like the last year of my life. The last year of my life, like everything's like changed. My whole like ideology and the way I view life in general is like changed.
0: And I started subscribing to you in the past year of your life. Let's go. <laughs> <I think laughs> Let's I, go. So
1: far, I still don't know what I'm doing. I feel like no one truly knows what they're doing, but I will say with like YouTube at least, I feel like I'm finally understanding what I'm doing, what it is I'm trying to do, and how to get there. You know?
0: Can I guess like kind of where your mind is at? Cause like I mean, I am a viewer, so I if it's if it's relating to me, then you like you yeah, know no, you I did would, it. I but love, I I just want to take people. a guess. So I've definitely noticed that your style has turned into. I feel like you can, you have like, you can manipulate the emotion of the video like really well and very quickly. And it's definitely like a really good flow. You take the viewer on a journey. And I feel like you're trying to inspire people. I know you just kind of said this, but this is what I get from your videos. You're trying to inspire people to show them that, hey, no matter what or who you are, you can literally go out and whatever you want and I, it can be ma- awesome if you choose it to be
1: you have no idea how happy it makes me that that message is actually like being received because that that that's it that literally to sum everything i do down that's my main thing i want to show there's nothing special about me i'm just some normal ass like kid some random ass kid from some midwest town in oklahoma and i just <laughs> want to show that like anyone is capable of anything like that's my that's my biggest thing i want to inspire people to like it's kind of counterintuitive since I'm trying to make a living through social media, but like I want to inspire people Mm -hmm. to set their phones down and go experience life. Like it's supposed, like truly experience life, like not just like watch other people's life. Like my whole goal is to go on these adventures and just make people like think about their own lives. Like I want people to watch my videos and then think about like how they want to live their own lives and then go out and you know, just experience adventure, which is, it's hard. Like, I realized that the hardest part isn't, like, saving up the money and, like, the the practical stuff. The hardest part is just taking that initial step. Luckily for me, it was forced upon me. Like, somehow, like, the way that fate aligned. I don't know if you believe in fate or not. But, like, the way everything aligned is insane. I met this, I met this guy, Aiden, aka Valspire family, through TikTok, who invited me to go Bigfoot hunting. And that, I'll get more into that later, but, like, that completely, that was that pivotal moment that, like, changed the entire direction of my life, and now I believe that all it takes is one stranger to completely change your life. I truly believe that, and I want to be that stranger to other people's lives. Like, I want to be that Aiden, because if I never met Aiden, my life would be completely different right now. Like, I didn't even realize adventure was this, like, tangible thing that you could just go out and experience until I met him, and it was one of those things that, like, he told me all these things, but, like, telling someone something is one thing and like hearing it is one thing but internalizing it and experiencing it i feel like that's where the true power lies and i feel like that's what's so crazy about that experience is aiden didn't just tell me all these things like he told me them and then he took me on an adventure a four month long adventure around the world i dropped everything to travel with him and i started coming to these conclusions myself while traveling and you know hearing new music meeting new people experiencing new things and it completely changed my life in like four months i was a completely different person and yeah like i said i just i really want to inspire people to go out on their own adventures and experience life you know
0: dang it i have so many questions about that but i have a game to play with you and i kind of want to skip it so i can ask all these questions (laughs) all right we'll get well i actually wrote I have to write one thing down, and then we'll play the game, and then we're going to come right back. <laughs> bad, bad, bad.
1: <laughs> no worries, no worries. Imagine you forgot to click record. <laughs> just,
0: oh my god, my biggest fear. <laughs> I've
1: done that so many times where I'm, like, filming something, and, like, I just wasn't recording. and I'm just like, shit.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yesterday I recorded myself for 15 minutes, and... I had something stuck in the middle of my teeth <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> when I, I went to the bathroom and I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so, that's uh, terrible. That's funny. That's funny.
0: Okay, so here's my game that I made just for you. I try to tailor uh-huh. every game to the person and I know that in your videos that you're big on new experiences. Mm. And you said that you've always had pretty good luck using Tinder.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> oh,
0: so I uh, I made a swipe left, swipe right game. Unfortunately, I haven't been on Tinder in like a lot of years, so I don't remember which one's swipe left and which one's right. <laughs> swipe right. I
1: can I, I I can help you with that. <laughs>
0: good. Wait, good is swipe right, right?
1: Swipe right? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Good is swipe right. Yeah, good. Y- good means you like them. Or so- sorry, swipe okay. right means you like them.
0: Okay, okay. So if If you would do this thing, swipe right. If you would not do this thing, swipe left. It's not people. (laughs) Good, good. Because,
1: like, I don't know. (laughs) That would not be good.
0: (laughs) We do not get canceled on this show. This is all good fun. (laughs) All right. So my first one Mm. is to go to prom again.
1: Mm. Definitely swipe right. Like, that was so fun. Like, actually, actually, hold on. This one... This one's, like, weird because I would love to go to prom again just because, like, it was such a fun experience. But then at the same time, I recognize there's that, like, age where it's, like, it gets weird. <laughs> like, I am, like... Oh, because you're too two- old to yeah, be there? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm almost 20 years old. Like, I don't know if that's a good look going to prom with someone at 20, you know? Like, I feel like that yeah. last video... I, the reason I said that was my last prom in the video is because I feel like I'm at that age where it's just, like one more year and this is kind of weird but like at the same time it was really fun you know and it was it was a great time and like i said you only get so many proms so if i if someone offered me to go to prom with them again or if someone invited me to their prom again it would be it'd be hard because i'd want to go just for the experience and like i love meeting new people and everything but as in how that would look <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> that might not be a great so look.
0: true so true all right, my next one is live off the Grid. Mm. yeah, you, you know me bro. I would, I would
1: definitely live off the grid. I've actually been thinking about that a lot. like a week ago, this video popped up on my recommended. This guy spent like a year of his life in the woods just building a cabin. I watched the entire video and I was like I was like, what there's something about this that just feels so like peaceful
0: i watched like, that too you did
1: yeah no it, <laughs> yes, was, it wasn't so, it so like mesmerizing yeah
0: it's I like, like i don't want to not watch this
1: <laughs> yeah my, my toxic trait is like i watched that and i was like yeah i could do that <laughs> i could build a cabin. Yep. <laughs> never built anything yeah in my that life, seems easy yeah i got it no but there's something about that though, just that lifestyle, like it just seems so peaceful and just stress-free like i don't know about just you know I feel like that's a little extreme just going in the woods for a year and not talking to anyone and building a cabin but i might do something similar where i just take like a month off of social media and just go rent like an airbnb in the woods or something because i feel like there's just something so there's something about nature like one of my friends uh simon aka wholesome simon he actually has like he had this clothing brand which one of the one of his main things was nature heels which is something i truly believe in i feel like it, I, I sound like a hippie, probably, but <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like there's something about nature that is just healing. I feel like it has this healing factor, and just, there's this peace that you can find only in nature. That, yeah, I don't know. I, I would definitely I definitely do that, though, to some extent. I feel like it'd be a really, really good experience. I feel like mentally, sometimes i feel like everyone needs to take that break off of like social media whether that is just like you know going off the grid or even just you know turning off your phone or whatever i feel like that'd be very positive thing
0: i agree i kind of lived off grid before in a van but it's a little different because you're kind of on and off the grid but fun fact i subscribed to wholesome simon today
1: hey let's go shout out (laughs) simon if you're listening to this I got you.
0: Yo, new sub. (laughs) New sub. All right, so now my next one. I have a feeling I know all the answers to all these, but live in a hostel. (laughs) Live Live in a a hostel.
1: hostel. Live. Okay, what exactly? For, like, how long? Like, Uh, permanently?
0: All right, so, I mean, I would say to live somewhere, maybe three months would be the minimum. Three
1: months. Okay, that one... So I've always wanted to go to a hostel. Like, I've had so many friends that have stayed at hostels and had, like, such positive experiences. Like, my friend Simon, my friend Kyle, they stayed in this hostel in Hawaii and met all these, like, like like-minded people. Like, when I first heard about what a hostel was, I would not touch that thing with a 20-foot stick. I was like, that sounds terrible. They get the bad rep. Yeah. Yeah, no, they really do. They have this, like, stigma. Well, especially since, like you know i've i was used to like going on like these vacations with my families where we'd rent like a hotel whatever just very traditional like Mm -hmm. you know vacations so like when i Mm -hmm. heard about what a hostel was i was like (laughs) you're telling me i'm gonna be in this room with a bunch of people i don't know and just have my stuff everywhere and sleep in there with all these strangers i was like that sounds like so sketchy but like i said after talking to some of my friends that have done this I realized that uh, at a lot of hostels there's a lot of you're going to meet a lot of like-minded people, a lot of young younger people that are going out on adventures and like stuff like that which is is crazy to me because I always thought it was just going to be a bunch of like how do I put this slightly? I thought it was just going to be a bunch <laughs> of like crackheads and like homeless people. <laughs> That's what I thought yeah. a hostel was, but then I realized that there's actually like a bunch of like like-minded young people that are like looking to experience new things and travel and Yeah. No. So I guess the short answer is yes I would definitely I'd definitely do that because that's something I've been thinking about a lot like I was actually gonna go to a hostel and on my one of my recent trips I I booked this okay so this has a little backstory to it but (laughs) me me and my best friend booked this trip to Hawaii after I graduated that summer we like saved up a bunch of money working at a tea shop and we only booked the plane ticket right we didn't have any money for anything else but it got canceled like we both got COVID, like right before we were about to leave so yeah no. that, that sucked but then like it's crazy because it all ended up working out in a weird way because like about a year later i went to my like email and i fa- i realized i had flight credits from hawaii that were about to expire so like i literally Stop. just like yeah i got on the uh got on call with like a Hawaiian Airlines rep and I was like just book the cheapest day possible I don't care when it is (laughs) so like yes yeah so they ended up booking it and I was just gonna go by myself I was just gonna go you know stay in a hostel try that out like my friend Simon and Kyle and somehow I ended up convincing like half of my friends to go like it all started with just like me convincing my friend Cameron and Aaron and then like after that I convinced my friend Natalie and she convinced my friend L, and then my friend Ryan just happened to be there and then my my other friend uh, my friend Chris was also there for some reason like it was just it was so weird the way everything aligned and what's even crazier about that story is so when um, when me and my best friend when we booked this trip to Hawaii we were making this TikTok series called the summer bucket list which is pretty self-explanatory basically we decided that we wanted to have the best summer of our lives and we were going to document the whole thing just crossing off a bunch of things we've always wanted to do and we spent the entire like this was like my last shot like this was right when i was graduating and this was my last shot at like being a creator in my head i was like this is all or nothing so i went all out
0: last shot yeah (laughs) you know i
1: saved up working like a bunch of jobs i hated i ended up quitting i actually put it in one of my videos (laughs) like me on like on a phone call with my boss just telling him i couldn't come in but yeah so i ended up buying like my my dream camera like i put all my money into this and we went out and yeah we just started filming like every single day we'd wake up at like 6 a.m to go work at this tea shop for like half the day we'd get off at 12 and then we'd go to his house i actually moved in for the summer that's how seriously i was taking this we go back to yeah we'd go back to his house brainstorm what we were gonna film that day go out, film it, edit it, post it by eight o'clock, go to sleep and do the whole thing over again. And we did, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was a grind and we eventually just started becoming like something that we didn't initially want it to like, like I said, it all started off just like for fun, just documenting the stuff. And then me also trying to, you know, make a living as like a creator and everything. But what ended up happening was, like the series we we, we made this video where we went we swam in a stranger's pool and that like blew up and they're like oh okay let's go I was like finally because like weeks before that we were like trying so hard and like it got to the point where my friend Hayden like he had like 10 followers on TikTok he was about to give up he was putting in just as much work as me and I was like bro I was like I have a good feeling about this I was like just give it like one more week and then a week later one of his blew up one of mine blew up and it was like that pool one that I was talking about So then we're like, okay, let's do another one of those. So we do another one. It blows up. And then we're like, okay, I think we kind of figured this out. I was like, copy and paste. So we just started making all these videos where we'd do all this crazy stuff, like swimming in pools and like tuxedos and just all this insane stuff. And it was like doing really good. But then like slowly we started to like come to the conclusion that like we're not doing this for the right reasons anymore. Like it all started off just like for fun, but then like the cl- the cloud corrupted us. We were <laughs> we were only making videos. Oh, ne- no. Yeah, we, we were only <laughs> making videos cuz like we knew what would work, you know. And then we start getting in like arguments every day and yeah, it just it, oh. it became really really toxic, honestly, but
0: oh no. Yeah, it, it turned into something
1: that we didn't re- necessarily want to, but we kept going cuz we we're like, dude, we're so close. You know, it's almost our the Hawaii trip was going to be our like season finale. we were going to like surf and like cross off all of these crazy things. And the trip was coming up. We had all the money saved. And then like I said like about a week before the trip we both got COVID this is like peak COVID season or like at the beginning of it actually when you COVID season yeah old COVID season but yeah uh we both got COVID and then not only that I ended up getting laid off from the tea shop and then also this this girl that I was dating for like a year I found out that she like cheated on me so like And then I also was moving out of my childhood home At the same time So like it was a very like low place for me mentally It just felt like everything was going Uh. wrong Like everything I was working towards Just like fell apart you know But it's crazy because in hindsight I look back This is the craziest part about that story That week I was supposed to be in Hawaii That is the week I met Aiden And that is the week that my life Completely changed And then I was yeah yeah, And I remember I was talking to my mom Because my mom like you know she's always she's a firm believer that like everything happens for a reason and i remember i was like what's mm-hmm. the reason for all of this i was like this kind of sucks but then um like i said in hindsight i look back at everything and i'm like holy shit i was like if one of those things even just one of those things did not happen i would not be where i'm at right now which is just blows my mind and it's even more full circle because like i said that hawaii trip i never got to go on i ended up being able to go on it later with all my new friends i met from these adventures which is crazy and I was, I was supposed to go on it by myself yes. like i have so many weird stories like that <laughs> sorry i went on a whole tangent about that but yeah no it's, it's, a, it's a lot. i'm
0: laughing because you know what my last question was what if you would live in a hostel <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I just went on a whole tangent. <laughs> Too like
0: dead. That. All right, we're done with that game. Let's get into the interview. We're already in it. I feel like I feel like we
1: were already done with the game. <laughs> just like I started talking, this was just the <laughs> Yeah, I just no, went actually, on a whole tangent. That's, that's my bad.
0: And you went ahead and answered a lot of my questions already, so. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. ADHD. Like, no, don't I, apologize. It's so, it's so hard for me to, like, stay on track sometimes.
0: But yeah. <laughs> that's okay. You got to get that story out there. Um, So, yeah, you genuinely answered a lot of my questions. So I honestly want to get into what you were talking about before with your bucket list series on TikTok. And I want to hear about what you mean by doing it for the wrong reasons. And um, what is is it like having TikTok growth versus YouTube growth? Like, what's the difference there? Mm -hmm. Just go off. <clears throat> right. i'm super curious because you, know you kind of like yeah yeah, yeah. just please you, keep me on track just, just stop
1: me if i start talking too much
0: <laughs> okay wait actually before you start i'll be right back my headphones are telling me that they're about to die so i have no to switch headphones really quick this, this better like go ahead. inch out of my <laughs> hold up hold up
1: gonna be editing this and be like bro what is this <laughs> what is, is he doing What I meant by like the wrong reasons is like I feel like I don't know, I, I guess it depends on what you want out of like creating or what, what your goal is w- with creating. I feel like that's something you need to like set before you start creating is like why. I feel like you need to have like a core why, like why you're doing it and i feel like for me that why has like shifted over the years like it just started mm-hmm. out as a passion and then slowly just i started realizing that you know it's it's more than that and i realized i could like make a difference with like these videos and like impact people in a positive way and i feel like at least for me the tiktok series it's funny cuz i wasn't even the one that like started realizing it my friend hayden was and he brought it up to me like i was completely like the the cloud got to me. It was like from my You were like I'm on
0: fire. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was
1: like, What do you mean? I was like, we're getting millions of views. I was like, this is crazy. Ah. Like in my head, that was like the most success I got towards like my goal of like, you know, being like a full time creator. So
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was really hard for me to look from an outside perspective and what was actually going on. Oh, shit, how do I wear this? I feel like everyone needs to like I said, have their why. And I feel like my why at the time was not it, it was just, I, I just wanted to succeed no matter what. Like in my head, I was like, this is like all or nothing, you know. But then I realized that there's such, th- there's a more important why there. And it was just having fun, like literally just, just documenting these things and sharing these experiences and just having the best summer of our lives. Like that was the original like goal. And then it slowly shifted to like, you know, me just trying to get like views and like succeed as like a creator. But then I realized that mm. none of that really matters if like you know i'm not enjoying it because it got to a point like i said where it was just like toxic we were like arguing and it was like it felt like a chore like it felt like oh we have to go out and do this like and you can yeah. start to see it in the videos i feel like i feel like at the beginning it was just so like carefree and like fun and then eventually it just started to shift into this like i don't know this clout chasing like thing where it's just uh-huh. yeah it, was just, it just became very like very toxic and i'm very grateful that like Hayden saw that because I I I really didn't like in my head I was like we're doing it we're doing everything right you know everything's working out finally but he just wasn't he he just didn't enjoy it and like it sucks because at the time I didn't even see his perspective till months later so like we got in a lot of arguments over that and I feel bad because like now looking back he was completely right like we were doing it for the wrong reasons you know but Mm -hmm. luckily like I said I met Aiden and my entire like viewpoint on creating has like shifted like used to I viewed creating as like you know going out and doing something that will get views you know like going out and doing something that you know will do good
0: mm-hmm. but now
1: the way I view creating at least like what I'm doing now is like I'm just documenting my life like I'm documenting these I'm capturing moments I'm documenting these real life experiences these authentic experiment these authentic experiences and then I'm turning them I'm making sense of them like the reason I create is not only just to like inspire people to live their lives but also to make sense of my own life Mm -hmm. I feel like the content I make is very introspective I feel like when I'm editing a video it makes me really dive deep into why I did certain things and my thought process at the time and what I took away from these things and I feel like that has a really positive effect on anyone going through the same things that I was or just yeah just relatability I feel like that has helped a lot with my why now and I feel like back then my why like I said it was it wasn't a good why it was just I I wanted to succeed I wanted to succeed so bad I didn't care like how I wanted those numbers I wanted those numbers yeah like I said the and even like now sometimes I have FOMO for like short form content I'll see all of friends making these, like, really short, easy videos or driving around Teslas and stuff. And you know, I'm like, damn, I could really be, you know, balling right now. Meanwhile, I'm broke, spending months on these like films. <laughs> that I put everything into, you know, I'm making like no money. But then, like, I I keep oh, reminding my myself my why and why I'm doing it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm actually happy where I'm at right now, even though I'm making no money. I feel like the money will come eventually. I feel like right now it's just sticking to why I'm doing this and just making the best content possible that has a positive impact on people. As long as I stick with my gut and my why, I feel like I can't go wrong. And I try to do that with everything I do, whether that is just making films, making shorts, you know, being on this podcast, you know, like giving like talks. Like I just want to stay true to my why. I guess. Nice. Hopefully that made and sense. That's-
0: No, it makes so much sense, and that's actually, like, really good advice for me and anybody who's listening. Uh, I definitely struggle with figuring out what my why is. Like you said before, you don't really, still don't know really what you're doing and who does. I'm so in the same boat. Every time I am creating a video, like, I'm actually creating one today. I'm, like, I, I have to just, like, really, like you said, be introspective, and sometimes... I can't. I don't even really know what it is until the video's finished. I'm like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I, I definitely that. something that you have to keep in mind all the freaking time. No, you have to. to it's sometimes. a constant
1: like reminder. It's not mm-hmm. just something you're like, all right. I. It's not like you just decide. Okay, I'm just gonna. I have my why now. I'm gonna stick to it. You have to constantly remind yourself, and it's hard. It really is. Like there's some. And days, it's always like, changing
0: it is it really is a little bit
1: no it is I feel like years down that's the thing I realize about life is life is constant change and my why now can be completely different in like a a year or two but yeah like you said it's something you have to constantly work on because like even like recently I've been like overthinking I will overthink like everything like with my videos like even my most recent film that I've been working on for like seven months I have gone through so many revisions and so many like ways to like promote it and like i just yeah i finally just got to a point to where i was just like i just i just need to make the best what my friend ryan puts it in a very simple way you have to create fearlessly i feel like if you're creating nice when you're creating like and you're thinking about like how the video is going to do it takes away that authenticity and that the real reason why you're doing it you know which is, like you said, it's, it's hard. It's hard to not do that. It's hard to not think that way, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. And actually, that that just makes me think about, like, as a creator, having work life balance, especially yes. like a digital creator, although your your work only shows like the highlights and like the highs and all the cool stuff and the lessons you've learned. There's so much more behind it. And actually, like a lot of it is being alone, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. And like we're like sitting at your computer and going through videos of yourself. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me and our audience like a little bit about how you navigate that and like how does it affect you and your work?
1: It's changed a lot the way the way that I've dealt with that. At first, it was one of the hardest things ever before I had community, but community changed everything for me. If it wasn't for mm-hmm. like community, I would not be where I'm at right now. And I would not have the this newfound confidence that I have going into creating. But before, it was, it was rough. It was, it was really rough when I didn't know anyone else that did this. Like I said, I was just a kid in my room just not knowing if this was going to work out, just putting completely faith into the unknown, just making these videos and it, it was just it was very hard and it's very lonely and isolating and i feel like a lot of people don't realize at least people that consume content don't realize that side of creating like everyone wants to be like a youtuber or whatever but i feel like mm-hmm. it's probably one of the worst jobs to have when it comes to mental health because like you <sighs> are so isolated and like alone and you're overthinking mm-hmm. everything not to mention like all the metrics with like analytics and just everything it's just I feel like it really messes with your brain. So I feel like I've been mm-hmm. on this journey the last couple of years of f- figuring out the right way, the the right way to create, you know, like how to have that work-life balance. And I remember, so that uh, I became friends with Tanner Brungard, that guy I was talking about earlier that like made this, this yeah. local like flipper who made like videos. He was like, he was the only creator I knew, but he lived like hours away. So like, I never hung out with him. I was always by myself, but. I remember one time I was hanging out with him and I told him about my dream of you know being a creator and I remember he he looks at me straight in the eye and he's like don't <laughs> he was just like he was like yeah, oh. he was just, yeah my idol I looked up to him and he was just he was just like don't he was like kind of joking but he was like yeah just yeah. don't don't do it you know he's
0: and like then, kidding but not really <laughs> yeah exactly and that's
1: kind of when I realized like there is something else to this career path that I was not seeing to me he was mm-hmm. like successful millions of followers all this money like he mm-hmm. was where i wanted to be so like for him to tell me not to pursue this i was like confused it like it like broke me i was like i was like what the hell is like this is all i've ever wanted and you're telling me you got to the top and it's not like everything i hoped and dreamed it would be it was like it's like a, sh- a shock to me but then like i said i met aiden and when i first met aiden he made me realize that there's a difference, like it doesn't have to be that way. Like the way that Aiden created, I realized he was just, that's when my mindset shifted to just capturing moments and not like pleasing some algorithm. Like obviously you have to find that mm-hmm. balance and then you have to know how to package your videos. And cause like you have to play the game a little bit, like you have to be consistent, but like yeah. you don't have to completely, you know, become that sell algorithm. Out. Yeah, you don't have to completely s- yeah. sell out and yeah, and even, even Aiden, like, I remember, like, he, he gave me a whole new perspective, but even he even told me that he was, like, struggling with, you know, the weight of, like, being a creator, and that's when I just slowly started to realize that, like, you know, it's it's not everything that's hyped up to be, which was kind of, like, a shock to me, because, like, like, I said, this is something that I've always wanted to do, but luckily like I said, I found this community and we're, I realized that you're you're not alone in this and I feel like that's the most comforting thing and the thing that helps the most is realizing these things that you're feeling, these things that you're going through, there are other people out there going through the exact same thing, which I had no idea until I got to the wholesome house and I met these guys and we were all talking about how it felt being alone and like doing all this and then I was like, I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm not Aww. as alone as I thought, you know? A, a good way to put it or the funniest way to put it is like, I I thought I was crazy, like, by myself in my room. I literally thought I was insane for, like, pursuing this. And I was like, it's either... But then once I met, like, all those guys from the Wholesome House, I was like, either we're all crazy or we're all, like, onto something. We're we're all crazy together is what I realized. I was was like, we're all crazy together, (laughs) you know, which is a lot better than being crazy by yourself. Mm
0: -hmm, But, but yeah,
1: so now I'm just, like, me and that group, we've just been really navigating the the mental health crisis of like you know creators or, or of the you know creator economy where that's one thing that they're all about is they actually started this company creator camp which it's this event they throw a couple times a year where they get a bunch of creators together and we talk about these things that we're going through and just navigating what it is to be a creator in, you know 2023 and growing up in this generation just dealing with all these things and figuring out the best way to go about it it's like we're paved mm-hmm. like they're, they're really trying to pave the way for younger like younger generations of creators and just navigating the mental health aspect of it which i think is i think is really cool and i think it's very that's sick. important and i feel like it's not talked about and that's where the whole you know youtube new wave like wholesome i was like that's what we're all trying to do is just navigate this together and share these experiences and make this introspective content i know it's not for everyone i realize that you know sometimes some people like mr beast doesn't people, have to be some people like this you know some people like apples. some people like, like oranges but like i feel like there is people out there that enjoy this and i feel like it's impacting them in a positive way which is all that matters in the end
0: Mhm. so true and actually oh my gosh like the way that it's not freaking talked about I can't yes. even believe it. I could go no, off. I won't even go off. This it's is your insane, episode. But it? like, holy like, crap. Yeah, for real. Oh my this gosh. It's
1: a huge problem that there's this like Ugh. stigma for some reason talking about it. Like, it's almost just like, I feel like it's just, I don't know what it is. But yeah, for some reason, it's just not something that's talked about. I don't know if it's because it's just like taboo or like what, like, you know, crying on camera. Like, like,
0: it's like. Everyone, I've cried on camera and I've posted it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean me shoot, too. it's, it's like, real it's like life. <laughs> showing people
1: the, uh, like, every. There is a whole other thing. Like, I was talking to my friend Elle. Like, not everyone deserves. This is something she says a lot. Not everyone deserves, like, your complete, authentic self, which I get. Like, you gotta be weary about just putting everything out there, you know, mm-hmm. to where there's nothing left for yourself, which I totally get. But I feel like there is power or. Yeah, no, I feel like there is power in like, you know, showing people your more vulnerable sides and just, cause like people are gonna relate to that. And like, just knowing you're not alone. I feel like that's such an important thing. And like I said, our our content has been called overthinking content by, I'm not gonna say who, but certain people has, have said that other creators, but uh, I don't know, I, I, feel, like, I feel like it's important. I, I believe in what we're doing. Like I said, just some people like apples, some people like oranges, but we gonna do
0: mm-hmm. i'll feel you i'll feel you oh my gosh yeah i mean i could just go on about this topic for like a hundred years and yeah. <laughs> maybe we will <laughs> like maybe i'll have you back and we can just like strictly go off yeah. on this but i actually have some more questions for you <laughs> <laughs> go What's up, future sponsors? If you'd like to hear your business advertised here on Storytime behind the channel, inquire at middlechildlives at gmail.com. That's M-I-D-D-L-E-C-H-I-L-D-L-I-V-E-S at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now back to our interview. Okay, so I want to know if you do all of your own work, and also what your process is like from start to finish.
1: <laughs> oh man, I don't think I don't think you're ready for this. Uh, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> we're all ready. We want to yeah. hear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I do every everything that you see. Anything that has to do with my brand, I do a hundred percent by myself. Wait,
0: you know. I have one question that uh clip frick! i can't even remember what video is from i think it is um your most recent the clip of the tree and then it's there's a snap and it switches (laughs) did you film that that did did. you film that
1: i could literally i could take my laptop outside it's the tree outside my house but yeah, that, yeah, that's. Okay. Everyone was freaking out about that. I kind of wish I didn't use that clip because that's from. I stole it from a film that I'm working on currently. So now everyone's seen it. I didn't realize I was going to be such. Like, everyone was going to love it that much. Like, I thought it was kind of clever. I was like, okay, it symbolizes, you know, time going by in a unique way without me saying it as much. It, like, show don't tell. That's a big thing. It's iconic. If, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, that's why I wish I didn't use it already. But that's okay. I'm going to use it anyways. But uh, yeah, show don't tell. That's like a big storytelling technique that my friend Ryan one of my mentors taught me the, nice. the tree the tree scene <laughs> all right anyway I
0: had to cut you off just because like I was wondering and I've seen that video a couple times like maybe even three times to be honest oh wow and every single time <laughs> it like takes me back I'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so funny I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the tree scene if you want I nice. can like pick a leaf off of it and like send it to you
0: uh, press it in a book Send it to, yeah, all, exactly. to all your followers
1: yep. <laughs> Yeah, if you subscribe to the Patreon You're going to get a leaf from that tree <laughs> Not really, please no one do that
0: <laughs> Okay, so let's get into your process
1: Oh yeah, no, my process Yeah, this is the I If I'm being completely honest I still have not figured out my process The thing about me if you haven't noticed already I'm all over the place like I I feel like I get my I feel like the way I work is I get these like sporadic bursts of like inspiration and energy that I put into like my videos but it's not consistent at all like I feel like some people are very like I'm very right-brained like I feel like everything I do is just on the whim and just like it's not it's not like steady and consistent which is ideal for like growing so it makes it kind of hard I feel like creative work is one of those things you can't really like force. At least for me, like I feel like I have to be in the right mindset or like inspired. But I am slowly starting to realize my process. Actually, like like recently, as in the last like couple weeks, I'm starting to realize, understand myself more and how I work. I realized that like like I was putting it at the beginning of this year. I was putting in like fifteen hour days, like waking up at, like six a.m. and just working until I literally couldn't work anymore. Basically. And I realized that in these 15 hour days, I'd only get like a little bit of work done. But then there'd be these like days where I would feel really inspired and I would just instantly get into like flow state. And I would get like triple the amount of work done in such a short amount of time, like a couple hours. And then that's when I realized it doesn't really matter like the the quantity of work that you put in, it's, it's the quality. Like I realized that like three or four hours of like conscious work is so much more beneficial than working 15 hours and kind of just like, like it feels like busy work. I I realized that during that 15 hours, I kind of was just like messing with like little, little micro adjustments in the film, just adding like messing with color grading, nothing that actually moved the story along. And that's something I'm starting to realize now. And I'm trying to work on, like I'm trying to work in these like four hour increments off of like inspiration. I realized, I also realized that to get into flow state, at least for me, It takes zero distractions, so I have to get rid of, like, everything closed. Even, like, a tab being open can, like, affect it. I know it's crazy, but I got to, like, delete all the tabs, even clear off my desk. It's funny because before this podcast, I know it's not a visual podcast, but I had, like, 40 (laughs) sticky notes on my desk. I had to clear them all off because I could not focus. So, like, everything has to be clean. Everything has to be, like, not organized, but, you know, just zero distractions yeah and it has to be quiet so like 6 a.m 6 30 or even later at night is like when i work the best and then i have to be inspired i realize that if i'm not feeling inspired it's hard to like you know get into flow state so i will watch videos of like my friends and just coming of age movies like 824 films things that inspire me i'll watch before i start editing
0: i and do then, that too yeah
1: yeah and it helps it helps doesn't it Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'll do that. And then caffeine. So no distractions, <laughs> get inspired and then hella caffeine and that's how I get into flow state and then I work for like 4 hours and but yeah, like I said, a lot of my m- m- some of my best ideas, I feel like just come sporadically. Like I'll be in the shower, I'll be on a walk, be meditating, like just and then out of nowhere, like, I'll just have all these crazy ideas. I'm like, okay, I have to write these down. So if you look at my notes app, I just look like a crazy person because there's just hundreds of ideas. I feel like I have so many ideas constantly that, like, sometimes I just want to, like, turn my brain off because, like, I'm constantly just thinking about, like, mm-hmm. all these ideas. Because you're
0: like, how can I possibly get these done if they're exactly. keep it's coming? Like, it's like, how do I
1: <laughs> how do I turn this into something, like, concrete instead of it being, like, so, like, these abstract ideas in my head? I'm like, how do I mm-hmm. make these happen? It's like... Just figuring out what I need to focus on. Because, like like I said, I'll be editing a film and I'll think of a film I want to make two years down the line. And I'll just be like, what do I do with this? And then I'll, like, write it down. Yes. Like, my problem is the consistency, organization, and planning, which is something I've struggled with my entire life. I've been... I am the worst procrastinator you will ever meet. You know that. (laughs) I've been putting off this, like, this podcast for, like, weeks. (laughs) Like, it's something I've always struggled with, too. And I feel bad because, like, some people think it's, like... I don't like some people take it personally but really i honestly i just, didn't
0: i feel like it takes yeah. a certain kind of person to be in this field so i, agree. I, mean, I agree with that. don't
1: even worry about it with me <laughs> but yeah no i've always been bad at procrastinating like my entire life like it was so bad in school every semester so the first two or three weeks of school i would have like a's and b's whatever i wouldn't do my work the entire semester and i would have straight like F's like D's F's like really bad grades and then the last two or three weeks I would do all of my work the entire year that I didn't do and beg my teachers to take it and I did this every semester of high school Same. so really yeah so eight <laughs> yes. semesters of this that's I'm glad I'm not alone in that because I tell people that and they're like especially left brain people and like you're insane why didn't you just do it and I'm like you're right though like I feel like it would I realized how easy it was I was like if I can do the entire semester's worth of work in like a week why can't I just do it when I was supposed to do it? Like, like I said, it's, it's, it's constant struggle and something I've been constantly working on. Cause like, like I said, I have a lot of, I have a lot of really ambitious goals this year specifically. Like my mindset has changed. Like I'm taking it more seriously this year than I've ever taking it, ever taking it. Like, Like I said, I'm treating it like a real job. And one of my mindset shifts has been like my entire life, pretty much for like 12, 13 years, whatever I went to school my entire life, I woke up at 6 a.m. to go do something I didn't even want to do, like something I was forced to do, so it's like, if I put enough effort to wake up at 6 a.m. and go do something I didn't want to do, why wouldn't I put that effort, if not more, into something I'm actually passionate about, so like, that's another mindset shift I've had, so like, that helps me get up, in the morning. I'm, I'm not a morning person, you can ask anyone that's ever known me, I've never been a morning person, but I've been getting up pretty early, besides today, yeah, that's kind of a Kind of a hypocrite.
0: <laughs> I have good faith for you, though, because like you like my story, like your story mirroring like mine and I'm like a few years older than you. I'm 26 and I'm like seeing I'm seeing myself in you. Not that I'm like this old woman, but <laughs> it like if you sound like you have the mindset to like make the changes you want and like from personal experience, that's all it- all you need Because, like, if, I mean, if you really want it, you'll get there. And, like, I've made huge, huge changes in my life that, like, I'm living, like, my exact, the exact way I want to live. And I I used to struggle with, like, yeah, every semester I would, like, never, literally never do my work, beg my teachers, get bad grades, like, you know. And now I actually wake up before 6 a.m. every day to work out and, like, start working and my my peak creativity is like right away in the morning so i get i get my creativity like flowing and yeah like i have good faith for you like you you sound like you really you know exactly what you want and like you it's already yours
1: that is so that is so reassuring thank you so much that yeah. actually makes me feel so good about that it's, it's nice hearing from someone who's already like you know dealt with that stuff and is like like you said a few years older that mm-hmm. had all that experience with everything like that's no, that's that's cool. That's that's exciting. I also am like a, yeah. Everyone's gonna think I'm a hippie. I'm like out here wanting to travel in a van and. Like, hey, nothing I, wrong with being a hippie. Hey, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm am a modern day hippie. My little brother always calls yeah. me a hippie for all the music I listen to and everything. But you know what? What's wrong with being a hippie? But yeah, no. Um, I I actually. I, I believe, I believe in manifestation. That's that's something that I truly believe in, and a lot of people have their own definitions of it but like mine i'm kind of scared to talk about this because like i don't want people no, to think a certain off. way of me
0: okay listen it's there's nothing wrong with a being a hippie that's just a label anyway but like i there's literally nothing wrong with yeah. knowing Fuck exactly labels. how to get what you want what sad. yeah whatever you want to call it manifestation like law of attraction i don't know there are a yeah, lot of see, there are so many ways yeah. to like label it but i'll, I'll put it this yeah, way screw i'll put it this
1: way I truly believe that if you set your mind to something, and you truly believe like deep down that you can do it, and you put in work to do it, it's gonna happen, and I, I truly believe that. I'll, I'll put it that way. Like I, I definitely believe in a more like I guess spiritual side of it, because like I said there's been personal experiences I've had that like literally make no sense. Like things I had, like my entire life I wanted to travel the world and make videos. And I was in a position where I shouldn't have been able to do that. But somehow I met this guy and like, it all happened. Like, like I said, weird, specific stuff for me, which is why I lean more towards the spiritual thing. But like, even just like the law of attraction, just however you view, view it, there is power in your mindset and believing you can do something and going out and doing it. Like, it, like you said, it's yours. And I truly believe that at the end of this year, I'm gonna have a hundred thousand subscribers. And I, I'm not trying to say that in like I a, cocky way, a cocky way or anything, but like, I just, deep down, I know that I'm going to put in the work and I know I'm going to make it happen. And yeah, I just,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, Tanner. <laughs> yes, I believe it too. Thank you. And I love I like your little so- fake uh, 100K sign oh, because yeah. I have one too. S- and you made me right feel now. not alone in that. I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, dude, have having something too. to visualize.
1: <laughs> that's sick. No, having something to visualize. I feel like that's really important because like every morning I wake up and I look at it and I'm like yeah that's that's not gonna be a piece of paper soon <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's, good, it's good to internalize and visualize it like I said I don't, I don't want to say this I'm not saying it in like a cocky way or anything like I I don't think I'm better than anyone like I said earlier I'm just some I'm a normal guy there's nothing special about me but I just want to prove that anyone is capable of anything and I feel like you know me achieving this goal that's what it represents i don't care about the play button or the award but like what it represents right. all this work since i was like 12 years old when i was younger i even got like bullied and stuff like literally everything i've ever done has been to show that you know anyone's capable of anything so yeah there's that Heck
0: yeah i love that and also dude oh my gosh i feel like obviously i can relate to all my guests because like we all have one thing in common but you are like, I feel like you and me, we're the same in different ways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I, I started my first channel when I was 12. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I can totally relate to you in so many ways. And so I'm sure that so many people listening can also relate. Like,
1: I'm glad. It's great to hear what you, you have to say. <laughs> like I said, you're, you're never alone. Like, there's always people that can relate to your specific circumstance, I realize. Mm-hmm. you're, you're so never true. you're never truly alone you're like there's sometimes you might feel alone but like there's people out there that get what you're going through and sometimes you just gotta take the risks to go out and find those people
0: Mhm. all right speaking of taking risks i have another question for you Ooh. what is the wildest thing you've done for youtube and i know you've already gone off about like wild things you've done but yeah like what's number one number top of the one. list
1: for like for youtube or like something that like i put on youtube that actually happened that i like captured
0: well okay it doesn't have to be like in a video or anything but like a you like youtube driven youtube driven it got it got you there like just because it, yeah. of youtube
1: yeah honestly as much as i say i love capturing moments there are some specific things that i've done that i wouldn't have done done if i was not filming and i, I will admit that right okay now. Like, like, like i said especially like the summer bucket like jumping going down water slides and tuxedos and like stuff like that but like even just like going bigfoot hunting with like a stranger i met off the internet i would say that that's up there because like i thought you i was gonna get be. murdered i had no <laughs> idea who aiden was like like i i saw his videos before but like i that was my first time meeting up with a stranger which is kind of like kind of ironic because he's the guy that meets up with strangers and that's like his whole thing and that was the first stranger I, i'd ever met up with and now look at me i'm just meeting up with random people all the time but yeah um i'd say that's up there the bigfoot hunting thing it's just such a unique interest like it's it's so random every time i tell people that they're like what the hell like you did what and it's funny because i try i try to get so many people to go i didn't want to go by myself i was scared to go by myself i oh. called every person on my contact list i was like I was like hey i was like met this guy on the internet who invited me to go big phone and you want to come turns out come? that wasn't oh a good gosh. selling point
0: <laughs> no it's not yeah, but i'm proud of you for sketchy, doing it
1: but no i'm glad i did like i said it's one of the things that like changed the entire direction of my life i met a lot of really cool people on that trip and i feel like it's it's so nostalgic to me now like i feel like i haven't even fully processed that experience but yeah I, I like i said that's that's up there the Going on a adventure to hunt down Bigfoot for two million dollar reward
0: And if anybody wants to see the video go check it out i'll definitely (laughs) drop the link (laughs) So do you have any i know you've actually just been like pouring advice out all over us this whole time But like do you have any advice that you want to leave the audience with today
1: One piece of advice So I'm really think- I want to be good. <laughs> I, want to, oh, yeah. I, want- I want to leave some some good advice. I feel like sometimes I get really like philosophical. So I, I don't know. I, I wanna give life advice, not just like creative. Okay. I'd say my biggest advice is be true to yourself. Be true to who you are. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Or, or don't believe it don't don't let anyone don't believe anyone that tells you you can't do something because you truly anyone is capable of anything and just just go with your gut don't take life too seriously yeah just just have fun say that's my advice
0: have fun have, have okay fun. You, you
1: just you just cut it to have fun <laughs> his philosophical Any advice, advice? Is have, fun. have fun
0: yeah don't it. <laughs> no that it. Just... is good advice no that in itself is philosophical because you could go so deep in that statement
1: (laughs) you really you really could like i feel like there's no point in taking life seriously because i mean we're all just on a floating rock and we're all just like here and no one knows why we're here so might as well you know go experience whatever it means to be human and go on adventures and have fun and do it whatever it is you want to do in life because like i said It's it's temporary, so make the most of it, you know
0: Heck yeah Great to hear, thank you for the advice, Tanner And I have one more final question for you Is there anything you want to promote? Actually, two questions And if anybody wants to contact you for, like, business-related things How would they do that?
1: Okay, so, uh, for business inquiries uh, Just my email, wickedstewbusiness at gmail.com Right And as for promotion subscribe to my youtube channel (laughs) (laughs) and folks he has a patreon oh yeah oh shit (laughs) yeah good one yeah also yeah if you want to support any of my work you don't have to but yeah i subscribe to the patreon i post a lot of behind the scenes content stories like just just pretty much anything like if you want to see the backstory of anything
2: yeah
0: all right well tanner thank you so much for coming on the show today i Thanks really appreciate it me. and yeah. yeah that's all i got although i mean we might do this follow-up episode about the freaking background mental health situation of creating but nah, that's for another day we won't even okay. get into that <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. heck yeah. yeah stay tuned everybody all right see you tanner bye bye That was Tanner. Now I am joined by my lovely co-host Logan Riley. Hey, hey, hey! What up, Logan? What's going on? Not much. Just doing a podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, same. Um, so you heard Tanner's episode?
2: Yes, I did. And this is the part of the show where we try to not ask any dumb questions. <laughs>
0: There are no dumb questions. Well, <laughs> I was going to ask
2: a dumb question. Oh. I had in my notes to ask. I was like, you know, he was talking about this guy Tanner that he followed on YouTube or that yeah. he subscribed to, and he was one of his inspirations. And I had in my notes to ask, like, what was Tanner flipping? Like, was he flipping houses? Was he buying cars and flipping them? And then, like, ten minutes ago, I was listening to just one little piece of the episode to, to like, revisit. And I was like, oh, my goodness.
0: He's talking about back pain. He's, <laughs>
2: flipping himself
0: <laughs> his whole body yeah well, he,
2: shoot if you've ever tried to flip a house you know what back pain feels like
0: yeah um he has flipping in a lot of his videos and one that we watched together where he did his graduation Yeah. yeah
2: and, and the one, one where flip. he went to the closed top deck of the cruise ship oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally
0: why wow, you should go on a cruise or that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's flip sesh. Um, so what did you think about the interview?
2: I thought it was great. Tanner is on a journey, man. You caught him mid like totally. in the middle of him really gaining momentum and really figuring it out what For he sure. wants exactly what product he wants to present. And it's pretty cool to hear that stage of the of the process. Yeah, and hear the excitement and the inspiration in his voice. You know, he's really his candle is lit for sure. Yeah, right now.
0: Tanner seems to be having an awakening, and yeah. a- an awakening is always a good, a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a great vibe. I enjoyed it. Okay, so I tried to play this swipe left, swipe right game with Tanner, and it did not. <laughs> 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 tanner just wanted to talk which is totally cool with me but i still have the game in, so you want to play yes all right i'm just gonna start out over so we're gonna do all of his questions okay so swipe right is good you would do that and swipe left is a no-go we know that logan's not on tinder so he he wouldn't know that right logan <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: right I, I don't know
0: all right would you okay going to prom again
2: Oh, swipe left. Right.
0: <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> like the Tanner, at least is only 19. Uh, what a guy,
2: though. There's no way I would have gone at 19. I didn't even go at 17.
0: Oh, dude. I didn't even
2: go to my own prom. I'm not going to someone else's. All
0: right. would living off grid.
2: Well, I mean, I did go to somebody else's oh. prom, like <laughs> when I was in high school. But I wouldn't go after I graduated.
0: <laughs> Me either.
2: Uh-uh. Living off grid. Yeah. I'll swipe right.
0: Living in a hostel.
2: Mm. living for are we talking i've seen i, have same three, I said ten. three months to oh, tanner swipe left
0: yeah <laughs> skydiving swipe right okay P- uh eating all local cuisine when you're traveling even oh. if it's slugs tongue caterpillar etc etc like. super like yeah are you a double swipe I'm what in, is it yeah. you got a double tap for that or what yeah
2: uh, no, you swipe no, up. No, it's a swipe up. You swipe up. up. Speaking not that of, I, I, mean, no, I, that's speaking what I of hear.
0: super like, isn't it awkward, like, to accidentally super like someone? Yeah. Because even if you super like them, like, you're like, oh, that person seems so, such a vibe, like, I'd really like to talk to them. You're still not super liking on purpose. Right. Well, I don't know, but Are personally, we... no. <laughs> How cringe. Right. If you're listening and you're super liking people, Stop.
2: Well, some people might like to get super liked. Just because we don't doesn't mean you need to be dishing out advice to people using Tinder. We're sitting here in our living room in our house that we (laughs) share.
0: Because we're married. Because
2: we're married (laughs) and you're giving people advice on how to use Tinder. All right.
0: It's been a long time since I was on. Stay in your lane, bro. No, listen to this. When I was on Tinder, like back in college, my friends and I, we all agreed. Like this was a shared experience among me and many people. Okay. But I don't know how it is these days. You're right. Okay.
2: It's kind of a desperate move.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, next one picking up a hitchhiker. Swipe left. Yeah. Getting on a plane with no money in your pocket or return flight. (laughs) This is kind of a runaway from your life move for you. For Tanner, I was like.
2: (laughs) Right. Like. (laughs) <laughs> right now, swipe left, but I've definitely been I in a scenario that. where I'm like it doesn't even matter where I'm going.
0: Mm, yeah, literally. Okay, backpacking, backcountry camping in this sense with no equipment.
2: None. That's just like survival. That what how is it backpacking if you don't even All have right,
0: a backpack? All right. I meant okay, backcountry camping.
2: That's not backcountry camping, that's survival. <laughs>
0: All right, (laughs) survivaling. (laughs) Survivaling?
2: That's a new thing, huh? Um, No, it's not even new.
0: um, I guess I'm lucky
2: enough to say I can swipe right on that because, like, I know it's not permanent and, like, I'm going to have a lifeline no matter what I do.
0: Wait, so let's put a date on it. Or I say 10 days.
2: yeah i guess it's a swipe right but i'm never gonna message them
0: i cannot okay I, at first i'm like i don't know who them is but now i get it okay like i, S- I feel this like is i the last one.
2: for my for my you know like
0: so you feel good about yourself like right, yeah I, I swiped yeah. right on that right but i'm <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> dead okay stay the night this is the last one stay the night in a haunted house alone
2: Mm, swipe, left. swipe left i don't even watch scary movies
0: why because you're scared of them
2: yeah i don't like to be scared mm.
0: that makes sense so like not I'm everybody okay. does
2: like like fear doesn't scare me i just oh because you're that's a scaredy kid <laughs> yeah i'm a little baby bitch
0: <laughs> no don't say that that's rude uh, to all the baby bitches out there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: They don't want to be associated with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did watch a Casey Neistat video since I talked to Tanner. Oh, nice. Because I really should have by now. Uh, and yeah, I can totally see the vibe. He's definitely got a very casual, calculated flow going in the way that he vlogs, and it's cool. I just watched one video, it was his most recent as of when i watched it and it was called uh my dumb stupid brain
2: (laughs) i have one of those same back to the whole flip thing i thought it was so coincidental how tanner made the switch from minecraft videos to flip videos right about (laughs) the time of puberty i did not (laughs) it's funny how that kicks in it's like he probably he's like hmm this guy gets attention from girls I kind of want attention from girls. So. I
0: cannot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it's, really, it's just the natural evolution of how people change and grow.
0: Yeah. Minecraft to chick magnet flipping. <laughs> oh my God, he can do a backflip? Oh my gosh. Did you know that Tanner did a backflip? <laughs> so true. Well... You know that back pain's going to come in, honestly, (laughs) whether you like it or not. (laughs) I wonder if the back
2: pain comes from the flips or the failed flips.
0: Ooh, okay. So I've only tried a couple flips in my lifetime, and uh, multiple of them fell right on my neck slash head. One time I tried to do a flip. I can't remember if it was a front flip or a back flip, and it was at a sky zone. So I was like, I can do this. A lot of air, you know? And I landed on my head, which, like, kind of, like, Cricked my neck to the side, and then my knees were coming down still, and my body was still loose. And I kneed myself in the eye, and gave myself a black (laughs) eye. (laughs) So that was actually the last flip I did.
2: Incredible. (laughs) I like I can I the only time I really ever try flips is into water. Like from a boat.
0: Oh, that makes sense. I've been known
2: to do to pull out a backflip into the water from a boat oh really yeah
0: you've never peacocked for me doing a backflip tanner
2: it works (laughs) you should see the look she's giving me right now oh my
0: gosh please
2: (laughs) (laughs) the sparkle the immediate sparkle really he's literally laying under a carpet right now like what kind of look
0: do you think you're getting
2: hey i'm doing it for the sound quality
0: <laughs>
2: you should see this setup uh, we got a new couch so we felt like it was imperative to record from it and it yeah. turns out it's a total nightmare setup
0: we're really not doing this again for real <laughs> this sucks we <laughs> really
2: need to establish a studio no because...
0: it's getting really annoying really <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> like, we
2: gotta stop starting our podcast so angry from setting up
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's we so were true. both like, we both get can like pissed off. We even do this, we we're just like, so fucking we get pissed angry. off just setting this up for real. And then we have to sit down and be like, hey, <laughs> all right,
2: everybody, let's
0: talk about this episode.
2: <laughs> we're in love and we are happy.
0: <laughs> Stop. I'm going to cry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving on. So when I was talking about hostels with Tanner, he talked about how it was a deterrent for him to, like, stay in a room with a lot of strangers. And I have a really, really funny story that I just want to – I've never even told anybody this Is it a poop story? story? No, it's not a poop story. (laughs) But listen up. Okay. So I went on this trip to the Bahamas and I was going to stay in a hostel. So I did choose to stay in like the dorm style room because it was the cheapest and it was kind of a last minute thing. So it was bunk. I think it was three stacked bunk beds for each bed. And there were like at least 10 beds in each room. And when I got there, it was pretty empty, but it filled up so fast over the next couple days. And one of the guests that came in was this, all right, back up. A lot of the guests were all very similar type of people. They were about my age or a little bit older. I was quite young when I went and they were like just young, cheap travelers looking for a cool experience and stuff. But this one guy that showed up was definitely having a midlife crisis (laughs) Um, he was kind of like this, he was trying to put on this bad boy facade, but I don't know how to not be disrespectful. He was, he just seemed like this old Italian dude that maybe had a gangster prime that he wishes he could have back and was trying to like flex that. But (laughs) anyway, he was putting on this giant front, but long story short, and he was like, he had people surrounding him, you know, listening to his stories and stuff, mainly like macho quote unquote guys. So, you know, he was trying to, trying to be that dude. Um, Night fell and (laughs) uh, everybody was fast asleep in the whole dorm. Like it was really late and I was sleeping and all of a sudden I heard the loudest fart I've heard in my whole entire life (laughs) and I like shoot awake and I look around and everybody's kind of sitting up looking around except for the one that one guy in his midlife crisis was (laughs) the one that farted he's just laying there like kind of motionless. And that's my story. Really funny story that you did not laugh at. <laughs> but I thought it was good. <laughs> Jeez.
2: It was good. The punch, I was like, I thought the punchline was still coming. That's all. I was withholding my laughter until I the actual punchline of the story. No,
0: it was just that the entire dorm got woken up by this guy's enormous, like the loudest fart I've ever heard. And I can't even, I don't even know what to compare it to. It was just so unreasonably loud. Like, I have never, I didn't even know a buck could be that loud.
2: (laughs) I had one of those the other night. We made, Brooke made split peas to go with dinner, and I might have helped myself to a healthy second of split peas (laughs) after dinner. And that night, I was basically a brass section for. A symphony orchestra oh like, my
0: gosh please it was
2: not good like i went i took the dogs out i had to excuse myself to go outside at one point <laughs> because i had been holding it inside and i took the dogs out into the backyard and i let one rip so loud it woke the dogs up next door <laughs> and they started barking <laughs> <laughs> like
0: <laughs> and i did hear them barking from inside yeah, uh, <laughs> and i
2: can and i mean i i legitimately woke him up i mean i like it was a leg lifter i thought i was all by myself just me and the dogs and i knew the dogs wouldn't judge me so i let <laughs> one go and then i immediately was just like roof, roof, and then i the started barking <laughs> just immediately
0: i cannot uh, all right well i have to ask now how would you have ended that story so that it was clear that it was the punchline
2: I don't know. I think there was some sort of pause needed, like, right before the end of the story, you know, or mm. before, like, I don't know. I don't know how I would end it.
0: Noted. Well, good thing that was the first time I told that story, and it was on the internet, <laughs> so it did a bad job. That's Oops. awesome. Oh, well.
2: <laughs> it, that's, I mean, that's great. I can't believe it probably, like... You probably almost felt it. It was so loud. It was
0: so loud. Did you feel vibration through the floor? No, I was sleeping, so I I don't know if I was conscious for all of it, but like, oh my gosh, you you don't even know. No. It was so loud anyway. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited for Tanner to come back for a bonus episode. Like we mentioned before, we will be having some guests back for bonus episodes to kind of follow up with them and... Tanner has in fact agreed. And you know Not how I love Yeah. You know I love my research, so I want to come prepared and really dive deep into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. So Tanner can't wait for that.
2: We're looking forward to it. It's going to be sweet. That's a great like you'll be able to do a deep dive on one topic and I mean Tanner will probably cover like 40 different topics and each question, but <laughs> You kill
0: me. <laughs> but that's okay, Tanner. Yeah.
2: But it it was entertaining and thoughtful. I enjoyed it.
0: Tanner, thank you so much for coming on. Like you said, we're all crazy together, and that rings so true to me and I'm sure many of our audience members. So we appreciate all the wise words that you had to share. Continue your path in your awakening, please. I can't wait to see you be birthed into a real-life Hippie.
2: <laughs> and if you want to shoot some low some content in the low country, we have a spare bedroom.
0: Oh yeah. Well you are totally invited. Well, Logan.
2: Let's get out of here.
0: I'll see you next go time. I'm gonna go get ready to go and after tomorrow. this. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye.